When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad. Your home for all the news and expert opinion. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 6.30 Chad. Blue Jays leading the Tigers. That's in the top of the eighth. And football tonight still 17-6. Hamilton leading Montreal. About six and a half minutes left in the third quarter. BC, Saskatchewan tomorrow. And a good game coming up on uh, Saturday. Two of the top teams, Winnipeg, will play Calgary. Remember, they played a couple weeks ago. And uh, Winnipeg got that dramatic victory with that interception in the end zone. Edmonton Elks back at practice tomorrow as they finish up their bye week. They will play next Saturday at BC. It's on 630, Jed. 6.30 for the countdown to kickoff, and the game will start at uh, 8. As uh, Joaquin Gage and I were talking about uh, another great summer here in Edmonton, Riverhawks are playing, Stingers have been playing, uh, festivals going on, and this weekend in Ice District Plaza, oh my goodness, it is going to be absolute heaven for basketball fans. Well, really sports fans. If you like watching live sports, if you like up-tempo sports, if you like uh, great athletes, we got the 3x3 coming to town. And Paul Sir is the executive director of the Alberta Basketball Association and also the managing director of 3x3 Basketball Development with Basketball Canada. Paul, I know you're busy getting everything set up. How are you doing, man? Doing great, Reed. Uh, I'll tell you, the, the Ice District Plaza, it, uh, I, w- I was just talking with some of the, the folks there that, uh, that are with Rogers that have been helping us all day to set up. And they just said, this is what we've been dreaming on for years since we've been, we, we've conceived of this. Because this is the first big sporting event that will be held in the plaza. And so we're really proud of that fact. And, and I'll tell you what, it looks phenomenal. It is just going to be phenomenal for folks to come out and watch 3x3 on the weekend. Yeah, well, I, I'm so excited because I will be doing inside sports from there t- tomorrow night. So, I mean, I, I love being in, wait. in the action. Yeah, and, and, and I mean, you're right about the, the whole vision for Ice District and, and the area around Rogers Place. I mean, we finally got to see it filled with, with hockey fans watching playoff series on the big screen. And But I think it's a great reminder this is not just a space uh, for hockey fans. This is a space for Edmontonians, for other events, and, and for other sporting events. Can you give me a little bit, Paul, before we dive into the specific this weekend, the, the history of the 3x3 coming to Edmonton. Because I, the last one, no, we had the pandemic, obviously, which because I, I went and saw, because the, the Ploofs won that tournament in West Edmonton Mall. So how has this sort of evolved over the years for, for venues and size and all that kind of stuff? Well, I think... It, it, the 3x3 was affected like everything was by by COVID and disrupted the growth uh, trajectory that it was on read. Uh, Olympics were scheduled for 2020. Uh, 3x3 was building towards that. And then the big wrench was thrown into the works for 3x3. So they had to stop running events for the better part of at least a year and then slowly started getting back up and running and started to get a little sense of normalcy towards the end of last year. 
so now this year, off and running, not as many events as there were in 2019 before the pandemic hit, but still a lot of major, major events all around the world. And one of the beneficiaries that and that there's still not parity, but it's coming a long, long it's come a long ways is the women's series. They're they're finally uh, getting at least some prize money, not as much as the men, but some prize money, and the field of excellent women's teams has grown dramatically. So what we're going to see now, that you're right, the the Ploofs and Team Canada won back in 2019. They're going to be playing a really tough field right now. Who, you know, by the way, Reed, they're silver medalists at the World Cup. They can beat anybody. And uh, so but we're going to see the best teams in the world in women's basketball this weekend. Yeah, which is uh, which is which is incredible, and, and remind like you'll do it better justice than I do. But I mentioned like up. This is up, up tempo. It is yeah. uh, don't don't blink because uh, the lead can change hands. Quite frankly, several times a minute. Like I'm not exa- I don't think I'm exaggerating. <laughs> That's not an exaggeration. Uh, no. You know, if a team goes cold. Like if you go, if you miss four or five consecutive shots, you will lose the game. I mean, th- this is uh, this is high pressure, up tempo basketball. So remind everybody how it works, like the half court, the scoring, and all that kind of stuff. Hundred percent. Three three x three is three on three. It uh, has a ten minute. It's a ten minute game with a twelve second shot clock played in the half court. The the ball stays live. The only time play stops is on a dead ball, out of bounds, or a foul. Otherwise, the play is the play is constant, and substitutions are much more frequent in this because you only have four players on your team. It really reminds me so much of hockey and just the way line changes happen so frequently. You can't you can't go out and play uh, at full speed for five minutes. And we had one team we just found out today. One of their guys didn't bring the right paperwork to the airport, so they're going to be playing with three guys in thirty degree heat. That's going to oh. be tough, but the pace is intense. It's ones and twos, and games are to 21 or when the 10-minute uh, clock uh, uh, is up. But the ones and twos, I mean, when you think of twos and threes, actually the weight of making a two is greater than the weight of making a three in five-on-five basketball. Yeah, so, big time. Big time. So it, it, it's so fast-paced. Like you said, you can't blink. And what is so much fun for the fans is you have the 10-minute games, which usually take around 20 minutes with uh, all of the stoppage of play. And then, then you have another game. Then you have another game. And right. uh, like the the Ploofs tomorrow, <laughs> Ploofs tomorrow. I mean, they're going to be playing it I, I, in the in their early games against Romania. Then their second game is going to be against France, who they lost to eighteen sixteen in the gold medal game at the World Cup a month ago. That's and then they play a third game in thirty degree temperatures. So the athletes are going to have to be hydrated. Uh, they're going to have to really take care of their bodies. You know they have to be ready to go, so it's fast paced, and the fans are—you're uh, just gonna love it. Okay, so I, I, I do not know this. This, as you mentioned, this is an international sport. There are stops around the world. I mean, I've talked to your son Steve when he's gone to play in Europe and Asia for events. Are they usually indoors or outdoors? Is there kind of a standard, or is it both? The the, the ideal design is outdoors. That's okay. really what what 3x3 is. That's their ultimate goal is to play as much in the outdoors as they can. They want this to be a street 
festival as much as a basketball game. But it really they they really want to get back to and and people you know you, you remember read the days of the NBA three x three three on three rather that you know West Edmonton Mall is at the Jubilee Auditorium. Hundreds and hundreds of teams would go to the, the, these events, and it just kind of uh, gradually died off. And what we're trying to do is with this now being an Olympic sport, we've been uh, I think by far the most aggressive province and the most aggressive uh, group with Alberta basketball and my wonderful staff that I work with. Uh, you left us, of course, Reed, and abandoned us for radio, but we'll, we'll forgive you for that. But, but uh, you know, we've been trying to be driving the growth and the awareness of 3X3, and it's really starting to take root now. And uh, Edmonton, you know, our moniker for the week, uh, for this upcoming week is that this is Hoop City, Canada, and it starts, uh, it starts tomorrow. Uh, with the women's uh, with the women's series, and then continues on uh, Saturday with the uh, quarter semis and championship for the women, and then the start of the challenger for the men. Yeah, uh, and then okay, so the, so basically, it's a day and a half of the women's tournament, and then a day and a half of the men's tournament. If yep, I'm rounding off right. a bit, okay. Yes, uh, yeah, absolutely. All right, and FIBA. Correct me if I'm wrong here. FIBA3x3.com. They can link to the event and get the schedule and all yep. that kind of stuff. FIBA3x3.com, you can go to abbasketball.com as well. and uh, But you can not only go and find the schedule, you can also go and you can watch it on live stream. Uh, oh, sweet. Our, okay. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to be broadcasting every game uh, from the from the plaza, so people can go on if they just can't make it for whatever reason. Uh, go on and watch it on live stream. And I've just – it's okay. So the Ploofs play at 3.15, 5.15 – and 625 like they're they're rattling off three games in three uh, three hours basically that's amazing <laughs> it's unbelievable it's just okay. unbelievable and it's going to be 32 degrees okay and then yeah. uh so then the, t- the top two teams in each you know the top three teams in each pool go through to the quarterfinals yep. and then yep. the women's uh championship game is going to be around three o'clock on saturday and now tell us about uh, tell us about the men's event. And now it's called the Challenger Series. Is that something a little different? How does that work? Yeah, the men's Challenger Series. There's uh, the top tier is called the Masters, uh, and there's one in Prague right now. And you mentioned Steve, who used to play with them. He actually plays with Team Mongolia right now, and they're playing in Prague this weekend in a Masters. The Challenger. Uh, the challenger used to be the next level down, but what's happened is because there are so many great men's teams now, many times challengers fields can be equal to, or even in some cases better than masters fields because of, of a variety of reasons. But we have a tremendously talented men's field uh, this weekend. We have a team uh, Antwerp who have won several tournaments this year and boy, are they fun to watch. They're long, they're athletic. They can shoot it. Uh, they can do it all. Team Amsterdam, uh, an Olympic team uh, that uh, has been one of the powerhouses over the last few years. And uh, three teams out of the U.S. We have New York Harlem, who won the 2019, uh, actually the 2018 and 2019 uh, events, uh, 2018 event here, and finished second in 2019 at our Challenge event. So it's, it, we'll have a total of 14 teams playing. There's 11 guaranteed. But three Canadian teams, one from Edmonton, one from near Calgary, and one from Saskatoon are going to play for the final spot in a qualifying round on Saturday morning. And then uh, it gets going in earnest after the women's championship game. Oh, wow. Okay. So you, so it's a 12. So they, so they start with 14 and then they pair it down to 12. Yep. Yep. 
they pared down to 12. So, and the good thing is, is we're giving Alberta teams an opportunity to get a taste of 3x3, and we really think that's essential. Since Team Edmonton disbanded, it's really essential that we get more and more Albertan players involved, both on the men's and the women's side. Right. Okay. Yeah, I'm just looking through this now. So, so the but the Winnipeg team will be the one Canadian team in it for sure. Yeah, they're in it for sure. They finished second okay. in the Canada Quest 3x3 that was held in Toronto uh, at the beginning of July. They're a good team. Uh, they've got three Americans. Uh, their goal, they go by Team Winnipeg, but they're a very good team. And they'll be competitive uh, in, the, in this field. So they, they could win a game or two. And okay. uh, I don't think anybody expects them to be uh, a champion at the end, but they're very, very savvy. They have a lot of experience. So Team Winnipeg will represent itself very well in this event. And I'm looking at the Saturday schedule. I mean, you're pretty much uh, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. straight basketball. <laughs> pretty much. be awesome. Yes, That's... Pretty, pretty, pretty much. And, by the way, this will be coming out. I, I, I can't reveal it quite yet, but look for an announcement tomorrow on a little event involving the Elks and the Stingers. Well, that's something I'll hopefully be able to talk about on Inside Sports. I, I we think we will. The news. We can, we can <laughs> I think we will. And we okay. can't wait to have you there. Well, I, I'm so looking because I, I love like I love watching basketball and, and I and I do like the the three X three. Like it just it just works. It's fun. And you mentioned like a three pointer and the momentum swings are almost hard to comprehend. <laughs> Like, yeah. I, I know we, 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 I mean, you and I like most sports and, and, you know, we, we've talked about basketball. We talked about hockey playoffs. We watch football and all those yep. sports have great momentum swings, but three X three is uh, almost at another level. Now I should uh, let those, it free for people to go to, they can just, can they just go 100%. in? How does it work? Okay. Just come on, come on down. Uh, it's down at the ice district Plaza. It's all free. Uh, we've got, uh, we've got a beer garden set up. We've got, concessions there uh there's merchandise for sale we're going to have prizes uh being given out uh, we're going to have a, a side court uh where there's going to be games and prizes given out so it should it's going to be fun for for people of all ages but it's absolutely free so head over to our good friends and partners over at the taste of edmonton grab some chow and come on over or take a break and go over and then come back but uh by all means come find us and join us you're, you'll be you're going to love the atmosphere you're going to love the feeling well, and I think important to remember on a serious note, people can be hydrated and fed while they're there because it is, like you said, it is going to be quite hot. So people are going to have access to a variety of beverages. And yep. there's, there, like, there's one, there's one feature court. So it's not like, oh, I want to watch this team, but another team's playing. There's, so you're always watching the featured game. Always watching the featured game. That that's exactly right, Reed. There's uh, there's nothing else going on to take your attention away. And to your point about being serious, please bring sunscreen, bring a, a good hat, uh, lots of water, and then there, there'll be concessions there along with the beer garden, but uh, lots of concessions available. We want to make sure everybody enjoys themselves safely. Okay. Uh, Paul, thanks for t- taking so much time to, to talk to me and tee up the event. I'm really excited about it. I will see you tomorrow, and I look forward to, to taking in the tournament here. I hope it goes smashingly well. This is awesome. Well, thank you, Reed, and thanks always for giving me the opportunity to come on with you. And we, like I said, truly, we're really excited that you're going to be part. You're going to be doing your show from down there. I, it, it, it's something that we're just really, really grateful for.
Right on. Thank you, Paul. That is Paul Sir from Basketball Alberta and Canada Basketball. And uh, here it is, uh, FIBA 3x3 in Ice District. So women's games tomorrow, both women and men on Saturday. Saturday's pretty much a 12, 13-hour basketball day. And then the men's tournament will conclude on uh, on Sunday. FIBA3x3.com, and you can follow the links to get the schedule and all that kind of fun stuff. Man, oh, man, I'm looking forward to that tomorrow night. Okay, we're uh, winding down the show here. Uh, pretty big... Pretty big uh, day in baseball history. We will uh, expand on that when we get back. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers. Now 24-9, Hamilton leading Montreal in the CFL. 11 and a half minutes in the, uh, left in the fourth quarter, so the Tiger Cats looking good to get the victory in that game. Blue Jays leading the Tigers 4-3 now. Jays are batting in the bottom of the eighth. Uh, Tigers chipping away at the lead with singles in the seventh and the eighth. Okay, July 28th, the anniversary of one of my favorite sports moments of all time. of the Montreal Expos with the perfect game against the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, at that time, it was the 13th perfect game in Major League Baseball history. Uh, Mart- uh, Martinez with five strikeouts on the day, 96 pitches, 66 of them for strikes, and the legendary Dave Van Horn with the call. The uh, I will never forget that. El Presidente, El Perfecto. What a perfect call. I interviewed Dave Van Horn uh, about that call a few, uh, a few years ago, and uh, it's it's a great story, and Dennis Martinez was a great player for the Expos, who are, are becoming... Um, I don't, they're not becoming forgotten, but, you know, it's uh, there's a certain generation now of fans coming up who are not going to know much about the, the Montreal Expos, kind of like maybe how... I wouldn't know, well, I would know, you know, old hockey teams before I was born existed, uh, but uh, but maybe wouldn't know much about the exact history of them. Of course, the Expos finished in 2004, became the Washington Nationals. I have a baseball cap, the, the classic Expos hat, the, the, the red, white, and blue with the classic, you know, Expos, the Montreal baseball logo, and I always wear it golfing. And I, I wore it yesterday at the golf tournament at the Quarry, the Mark Spector Golf Classic. I wore it at the Jays Care Tournament uh, about two and a half weeks ago at the ranch. I guess I should have worn a Blue Jays hat to that one. But it's it, somebody, not, not one person, I always get several people saying like, hey, love the hat. Oh, hey, I love seeing that hat. Love the Expos. Um, I, when I was a little kid, I had a, I had a Montreal Expos cap just like that. Now, when I was a little kid, they were playing in the national league. Um, and in the eighties, I started watching the expos and, you know, I love Gary Carter and Tim Wallach and Andre Dawson and, and Steve Rogers and all, all the players from that year, Tim Raines, incredible player, uh, Terry Francona, Warren Cromartie, on and on we could go. Um, so I had this hat and one of the f- earliest pictures of me ever taken, I was probably three years old and I'm standing with my dad and our dog Chico 
in the, the front yard of uh, our house in Alder Flats, where my dad was teaching at the time. And it's uh, me and my dad and, and Chico, and I'm wearing this Expos hat. So eventually, I, uh, I outgrew the hat because it was a little kid's hat. Um, but that's kind of one of my first sports-related memories is that I had this Expos hat, and there's a picture of me as a real little guy wearing the hat. So in 2010, uh, I went to Montreal with my mom and dad. We got tickets to a couple of Canadians games, and including one against the Oilers. And shopping in Montreal, and these hats are on sale. So I was like, well, I got to buy this Expos hat, and I'm going to get it in Montreal, even though it's years after the the team had left. But um, the, the, there's, the, there's the book, Up, Up, and Away, uh, by Jonah Carey, who unfortunately is kind of, uh, um, you know, had some difficulties uh, since he published that book. But uh, it's about the history of the Expos, and I've, clearly they left. And clearly we knew that they often were not on very good financial ground. And what I learned from that book was that was pretty much how they, they their entire existence, ever since they joined the National League in 1969, they were never that stable of a franchise. And they often drafted really well. They often developed really well. And then when players wanted a little more money they, they they had to trade them and my you know my favorite guy gary carter was one of them he went on to the new york mets and helped the mets win the world series in, in 1986 so anyway today the what would we be now 31 years since dennis martinez pitched the perfect game against the dodgers i'll be wearing my hat the next time i'm out on the golf course all right i will talk to you from ice district plaza tomorrow inside sports from six to eight cam moon filling in for bob stoffer he has oilers now from noon to two mooner is at the alanis morissette concert so he'll give you his full review on the show tomorrow dave campbell on holidays he's the producer of inside sports your studio producer this evening is Derek scott my name is reed thanks for listening Six thirty, Chad. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins, weekdays at six on Six Thirty, Chad.